0: welcome into Baltimore Sports today for Wednesday April 25th 2018 this episode 428 and I'm Zach will from BaltimoreSportsReport.com, joined as always by my good pal Jabby Burns how are you Jeff
1: I'm doing fine Zach uh, tough one for the birds as they didn't weren't able to uh, open a series that I thought they would actually get healthy. It's funny you say tough one. I I was like,
0: I I honestly, I could use the day off. (laughs) I I was like a little bit excited to hear about the weather
1: down there or up there, I should say, in Baltimore. That's the funny part, Zach, too. And I mean, I don't know if you went on the old Twitters, but there wasn't weather. I mean, we had our game canceled uh, for Calvert today for in baseball for potential rain. Right. It wasn't even like downpour situations. The Orioles have played in way worse situations than this. They pulled a Nats except for they actually let everybody know ahead of time <laughs> um, as opposed to making people come to the ballpark, giving them free ice cream, and then saying, sorry, we're not going to play this game. Um, the groundskeepers at, at Orioles Park were able to let everybody know ahead of time, which was interesting because it, was it wasn't just was a storm. It wasn't crazy or anything. It, just, it was green all over your radar. Um, but I, I was excited to see Alex Cobb against his former mates. Um, I, I anticipate today it will probably be the same um, same lineup going forward, but I just wanted to see the Orioles play somebody that they're actually on par with, and I think the Rays, <laughs> are, my Sarasota brethren, the Rays, who are what, 30, 30 miles, about 30 miles north of Sarasota, if, if they were um, – yeah, I just think it would be nice for the Orioles to play somebody that they're on par with.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that way when they were playing Detroit, and then that
1: That was in Detroit sack. It is a tough barn to play in Detroit when there's (laughs) 452 people there. That's a place that you can actually say holds less or has less people in it than than Baltimore does sometimes. Those games, uh,
0: especially they they had the game that they switched to day game. Oh my goodness! I mean, there were there were spring training day games that had more people in the stands than that. I get the weather thing, but it, it was. Just flat out weird watching that game. And, and it, it had the uh, the the sounds that that no fan game had. Oh, uh, in I'm Baltimore. so happy yeah. you brought
1: that up. You know what? I'm so happy you brought that up because I was talking to my son Jackson, who's kind of starting to figure out that there was riots in town now. And he's getting a little older and figuring out what happened. And he's like, I remember there was a game. There was nobody there. And I said, you know who was there? Uncle Zach was at that game. <laughs> Jackson. Uncle Zach was sitting in, I think you were in the, the press box. I or was. Yep. Yeah, you're in the press box. Tell everybody about that because that is yep. still, to me, one of the most amazing deals. Because out of nowhere, you ended up showing up at that game with with your press credential.
0: Yeah, one of my career highlights, really, working for uh, Sirius XM. I used to work for MLB Network Radio and Sirius XM. Um, so I had a, a press credential as a producer for the channel. And, um, you know, when this game. When they started talking about the details of a, a game being played without fans uh, without anybody in attendance i you know I had to be there, so I worked out my schedule to be there, sat in the press box. Um, the only people in the stands there were some scouts in the stands. You saw some photographers uh, walking around camden yards, taking pictures of it but very uh very ominous I, I think we did a podcast about it, and then I talked a little bit about it, but very um just a weird, weird feeling, you know. There were moments where you you would expect to hear applause and wouldn't hear applause. Uh, I took a video of the seventh inning stretch. I, I have that posted yes, somewhere. So I think great. it's on BSR, uh, so yep. you can you can hear. Thank God, who was, that, who was
1: who was doing it? Was it Caleb out there? Yeah, he yeah, that's yeah. right. I
0: forgot Caleb Joseph was uh was, was tipping his cap to the to the fans there, which was <laughs> so funny. Good. It was so good.
1: The <laughs> sounds from that game and I'm really like, we're Very not going to do everything we can on that, but I mean, the sounds were unbelievable because I listened to that on the radio and then I got home in time to watch the, you know, it was on TV too. Um the sounds on radio was it was crazy. It was I'll say this, spring training made it sound like, you know, Delman Young's game. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it was, yeah, it was unbelievable yeah. how quiet it was, and Joe and the boys that were doing the—I think Emmerford was even there—just to be able to kind of broadcast in those kind of eerie conditions and knowing everything that's going on around. I don't know. It just was. It, it's just interesting that a baseball game. That's something that you'll open a book. Well, you—you'll actually open it. I won't. You'll actually <laughs> open a book, and, and your little ones will open up a book and say, "Man, one time in April back in the day, the the you know there was." There was a game at Camden Yards and nobody was there. Yep. Like yep. it just. By the way, Orioles won that
0: game and the over they did. Hit. Yep, they sure did. I yeah. uh, wish. I wish the results uh, in Detroit, where there was <laughs> oh. a very light like, crowd. I didn't mean somewhere. to segue, Zach. Go ahead. <laughs> no,
1: I did. Talk to I me. Did. Let's talk about it. Let's. I mean, they went back. I mean, uh, I thought Friday night you get the big dub. You start the series, Cleveland. They're coming from Puerto Rico. Get Bundy. Just look fantastic. I mean, let's let's be honest. Bundy is the ace. Dude, he
0: looks amazing.
1: It's a podcast. Maybe weeks from now, even if this team continues, whatever it is, I want to see him continue. Is he getting on the on, on that? Is he getting on that mantle, Zach? For you yet, where you can say. Hmm. You know, we finally have somebody, regardless of the team, right? We're at the point where the team this year is probably not going to contend. I'm not into, you know, writing somebody off early, but I always say you want to get off to a good start, but you can get buried in April. I think the Orioles are getting buried in April for a myriad of reasons, weather, whatever. But as Bundy, look, I mean, look at his ERA. I mean, there's enough of a sample size early in the season. You know, take injury caveat aside, Zach, he looks way too good to not be just super excited for what you have in, in Dylan Bundy.
0: He's a stud. Yeah, I'm I'm I you know, he's a guy I look forward to watching every fifth day. And and that's few and far between for the Orioles uh until this year really actually. Their pitching has actually been uh pretty good, but I really look forward to Dylan Bundy starts. He is uh you, when you think of an ace, you think of a guy that um can can stop a slump that the team's in, a, a guy that get a team out of a rut, a guy that you expect the team to win every time he takes the mound. And all of those things uh, I think of when I think of Dylan Bundy. So he's, he's been absolutely solid. Um, and the Orioles staff has been solid though, Jab. I mean, Kevin Gossman pitched his rear end off yeah. in, in the Orioles best start of the season uh, two nights ago. And, and they still ended up with a loss. Um, and, and it's, starting to wear on me i i gotta i gotta tell the one and nines about a, a text message i sent you and uh and my dad who by the way has been writing for bsr i don't know if uh and everybody's had a chance to check it out. But every Monday morning, you can read his posts, which uh, – What is he awesome does he go under? Does he go
1: under G-Money? Is he under G-Money? He's what's just his, right there. Pick?
0: He's Martin Wilt. So has uh, <laughs> oh, been an awesome addition to the uh, I didn't team. Even, uh,
1: I actually just right now figured out your dad's name was Martin. I mean I'm just so used <laughs> to calling him G-Money and we just, just go back and forth on this just great chain that we have. I, I, that's so great. So yeah, he, he – you know what? I've never heard you talk so glowing of – Kevin Gossman in just Uh, conversations we've had (laughs) and the text honestly it might as well just you know how you you can actually know what you're doing when you can make it blow up and and say like Kevin Gossman was awesome and it just kind of like explodes on your iPhone or whatever it is you know when you get text messages from people that know what they're doing like you know your wife and people like yourself I, I thought that that's what I was getting from you the way that you were you were gushing about Kevin Gossman he had an immaculate Inning. He did. I mean, do, yep. you, do you know that? I didn't know what that was. I just knew that he went nine up, nine down, and some guy at work today told me, who nine scores up, games at home, by the way, pitches. love my man. Nine pitches he went in there. Kevin Gossman, Dylan Bundy, Kashner, and yep. I, do Cobb, I do think Cobb, I do think Cobb will, come will around. turn I'm not it around. I'm not, he's not a Baldo, by any stretch of imagination. No, I think he's going to turn it around. I think he was very contrite and very honest with his assertion of, of himself. Right, I, I mean, he I think some he was tough very luck open. Last, the yeah, you just said yeah. Well, either that, but I'm saying he was able to just say, "Hey, I I sucked, but I'm here to help this team. I want." He's not doing the, I'm guessing up there. He's just trying to get back in it. Fine, it's the offense, Zach, like you said. It's 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 the if Manny Machado's got eight solo bombs, eight, mm-hmm. the best, the second best player on the team. Team, in my opinion, is is Jonathan Scope, and he's going to be out for a while. I mean, he just is. I mean, those obliques not going to and. The way John is, it's just going to be tough for him to come back that quickly. Mancini banged up a little bit. This It's the offense, Zach, that, that scares me more than the pitching. And I have to say, the pitching's been pretty damn good. Uh, honestly, it, I mean, to be fair, outside of your Chris Tillmans and some of your Cobb starts, the pitching's been pretty good. Hello. Pitching's uh, been, pitching's been really good. Thank you, Kashner. Yeah.
0: Yeah, pitching pitching has been really good. The Orioles are losing games because of their offense. Which is uh, a huge concern for me, which is why go- going back to uh, I I kind of got derailed a little bit, but going back um, to what I first started saying was, you know, two nights ago I, I fire off a text while I'm watching Kevin Gossman throw an immaculate inning, uh, and then I watch Manny Machado run from first to third on a fly ball with one out, okay. thinking that there's exactly. two outs, and I send a text to uh, to you and my dad, and it just says. Do we think Buck Showalter is on the hot seat? Actually, I should I should find out exactly what it says so I can read it word for word. Because I don't want anybody that, to think I that I'm calling for Buck Showalter to be on the hot seat. Because that's the last thing I want. I want Buck Showalter to be here forever. But I'm just asking the question. Uh, I said, okay. I'll read I'll, it. I was right, thinking that this
1: the weekend, trend is about to go younger. Buck's message may be, have gotten old. It that was from, that was from
0: my dad. Yeah. That oh, yeah, was yeah. from my dad. I asked, uh, I said, is, is Buck on the hot seat? This team is terribly underperformed. Yes. I just watched Manny, forget how many outs there were. He's in a contract year. Is it possible he gets fired? I love the guy, but the team is a disaster right now. And and it really is. I mean, the strength of this team coming into the season was the offense, and they're losing games because of their offense. They they had really poor starting pitching, went out and drastically improved the starting pitching, and now they can't score any runs. And, and I don't want to see anybody get fired. I don't want to see anybody get no. cut. I don't want to see anybody lose a job, whoever it is, especially Buck Showalter. You won't find a bigger fan. Well, you're a bigger fan, but you yes. won't find two bigger fans of Buck Showalter than you and I. I'm just asking the question, something has to change with this team, right? At some point, there's going to be some kind of, of wake-up call for these guys, right? And, and is that a possibility?
1: it is and if you look over a little bit farther down i said his seat and I very rarely even me even talk about anything in the regards to a seat i i said his seat's a little colder than it's ever been and i only say that because other things are going on upstairs that that's all that's all i'll say i just think that the, there's a lot going on upstairs when it comes to management and even above brady dan buck's head that you know the transition of power. I'm not saying is really started. I'm just saying it's not that far from happening. Right. So, what happens? We, you know, it, it. It really no one. No one has any idea. From what you're saying, is the message getting old? It, is the nine years here being? You know what I mean? Like, is it? Is, you know, and, managers go through it.
0: I. I feel like I, I really. I want to highlight. I want to clarify because I know that this subject is a sensitive one. And I just, if you have not listened to this podcast for however long we've been doing it, I love Buck Showalter and I hate the conversation of speculating about anybody being on the hot seat, about anybody losing their job. Um, And I do not want to see that. I want to make that perfectly clear. I do not want to see that. I asked the question because I feel like the Orioles are out of place where they thought going into this season, Jab, I don't think they would have signed Alex Cobb if they didn't think that they were going to be a serious contender this year. They're about to have a month that, that could very well kill those chances. The first month of the season could kill those chances. So I think it's a reasonable conversation to ask if it's a possibility that Buck Walter, who's in a, a walk year right now, Is it possible that he doesn't make it through this season?
1: I think it's possible. Before the year, I would have said there's a zero percent chance, and I would have actually bet. So in Vegas, Buck was actually the number one seed. I saw it, and you and I laughed about
0: that. Thinking I did laugh, and I
1: actually put something on Facebook. And obviously, we're okay because Price got fired. Not, I mean, again, we go back to we don't want anybody fired. We're not rooting for anything, but listen, Price. You know, it, I think it's more of uh, of what's going on in Cincinnati more than you know the play on the field for the last couple of years. As opposed, to. Buck has a track record, and I listen. There's not a bigger Buck fan. You're never gonna find a bigger Buck fan. I can't be more biased. I, I love. He's just he's just amazing. Um We have we have ties. That's all aside. If I have to just look at what's going on, is it one of those things where you say, all right, nine years, is it is it too long? You know, is is Buck's message. I don't think that I actually, I don't as a baseball. I don't either. Knows the game I don't buy than, into that as much as everybody I don't else. Like that. I yes. And those people that are the young guys that are coming up, if we're going to be in this rebuild that Zach's been talking about for a while, which we should be, are we in a rebuild? Or are we in a just keep continue to build? What, what are what are we? Right. So like what is, is Buck going to be more of a architect or is he going to be more of a guy day to day operations? And that's that's what that's to me I want to figure out. And I don't know if they know that either, honestly, because there's so much speculation of he's ready to move upstairs. He's ready to do this. Well, you know, Brady's there, too. And, you know, still got Dan. And so I think it's murky waters. And, and the other thing is, too, Zach, this team gets a little bit farther out. I see Zach Britton coming off the mound and grabbing grounders and grabbing bunts. Yep. And, you know, June all of a sudden comes around the corner. If he looks good, he could really help some team, right? And, yep. and listen, you're not going to get what you should have got at the trade deadline last year with Houston. You're not going to get what you're going to get with with Manny as he continues to hit solo home runs and plays great defense and is just an awful base runner as he is. And he's got a terrible haircut and you're going to be easy to root for in another team a uh, root against. It's, it's what are you going to do? Do now right like what, what's next right the pitching's there so it's like you can you don't have to be terrible for a while when you have good pitching in my opinion if the rotation continues to kind of show their worth Zach do you think that this team isn't one of those things where you have to just break it completely down because the pitching's going to keep you in games almost if you really think about it Kansas City's terrible right offensively they have enough pitching right now that's keeping them in a game that, again, it's not the central, and I think the Orioles have kind of branded some bad weather and everything. But you could kind of hang around in this league, Zach, if you have some decent pitching. Yeah, you can. And and that's why... And I know the East is different. I get it. I, I get the Stantons. I get the Yank, Red Sox. I even get the Jays at this point. But... God, you're telling me they're not good enough to, to hang around in games that are I really,
0: you know, I'm I'm sitting here looking at a team who's who's got a 261 winning percentage and is 11.5 games back already in the AL East. And I, I can't lie, I still think that this team, if they start clicking the way that they're capable... Can contend this year. I really do believe that. But the deeper that hole gets, the more I think something has to give. Right? Something yes. at some point, something has to give. And and every night, you know, I, I seem to think that this is going to be the night that we see it, them turn it around. Because man, if they can get the starting pitching, I know they'll be fine. I mean, how long have I been saying that? How long have we been saying if they can get the st- if they can get average starting pitching? This team is one of the best teams in the American League. Well, they have that and more, and they're still not winning games. And and it's I mean that's why for me it's really frustrating because you know I, I've I've looked at the numbers for years while the Orioles have been this kind of offense first, home run first, you know, score a bunch of runs but give up too many to compete. Uh, and and suddenly, you know, they're losing games two to one, and and it's just it's infuriating. So,
1: do you um, think the influx of Trumbo coming back and um, you know, hopefully getting John back quickly here, and, and and do you think the offense is kind of struggling a little bit because of the guys they're missing, or do you think just guys are? I mean, Davis is Davis, right? I mean, it, it, that's to me a huge. Just where do you pl- where do you place him? I mean, Buck's done everything. I mean, he's let him off. He's hit him fifth. He's hit him fourth. He's hit him seven. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter. He's giving him off days against lefties. I mean, I'm sorry if you're making 167. I, I, I'm sorry, in my opinion, you play every day. Like I don't care, lefty, righty, whatever. If you're that good, and money's not a big deal for me, but in this organization, if you if you're commanding the biggest salary, and you, this offense supposedly is thought about as is a home run type. You know, beer softball league to to his lesser extent. How how do you not feel like he's got to be in the lineup every day, but you can't play him every day? Santander's a rule five guy that I think will probably be sent down once he's able to clear because I think, do think they like him. I think they'll move him down. I think Austin Hayes will find his way back up. But now we're starting to play that game. I mean, how quickly before Mountcastle's here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, is it is it going to be one of those deals? Are they going to bury themselves so much in April and May to the point where they're going to bring these guys up, Zach? Or are they going to make a run when the schedule gets a little better, this, the weather gets a little better? By the way, you know how much I rail against weather. Everybody's playing the same. Yeah. Last time I checked, it's still the same it's cold for all the other teams yep. too, right? Yep. And yeah, other teams got good pitching. You know, that happens. We don't it just i don't know i just hate that bit you play who it's on your schedule i get it the red Sox have played i'm better at the red Sox played in miami for 100 years went to the west coast for 100 years and now they're actually coming home and guess what they're playing oh they're in toronto who you know basically is conditions of like you know perfect conditions too i get it but they're good right they have good pitching they have good hitting you know they've they've been doing they've been taking care of business the yankees are getting hot too i I guess Zach, here's here's my question is the blow up happen earlier than July. Well, uh, I want to see them find
0: some kind of plan, you know. That that's what I want to see. <laughs> uh, well, I want to, you know, if they're going to I don't want to see some some middle of the road type decision here, you know. They need yeah. to commit to uh, a plan. They need to decide which direction that they're heading in and go in that direction. Um, that was kind of my issue all off season. I, I think after they signed Cobb, it was pretty clear that that they had planned on contending this year. I was all about that. I was excited about that. G- great move, good signing. Happy to see that that, that was the direction they were headed. Um, if if they're going to be headed in the the blow it up direction uh then they need to you know be fully invested in that plan. You can't be in this middle road. You can't be oh we'll we'll trade a couple of these guys and try to hang on to a few of them and and you know compete a little that does not work. That that's the Orioles of the late 90s uh that that, that played that game and we lived through that. We saw that it does not work. Um, so I, you know, if they're going to go that direction or if they're going to stick it out, stick it out. But, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want them to, to be in this middle ground cause that's where you die and that's where you get stuck forever. Uh, and you, 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 none of that
1: adds up to a championship ever. Not now, not later. No. And and no matter what era you're in either, it doesn't add up. Right. I mean, that you have to have an idea one way or another, and could this team be, in a couple of years, that could be a weird concept. Could this team be like, get them three, three and a half runs, you know, I mean, I'm just saying on average, and you're good to go. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I feel like the Indians are getting to that point. The Indians haven't hit for S, you know, excuse my language, <laughs> but they're still hanging around, right? Because their pitching's been... You know, I get it, Klooper, but I mean talk about other pitching too. And it's a weird concept in the back of their bullpen to not have their closer come in and give a four runs in the ninth in a tight game, too. I'm sorry, Brad Brock, you're not a closer. I don't know what you are at this point. I know you're Zach's boy. I'm not impressed with what you have going on right now. You haven't stepped up in any time that we really, really need him. And Zach, if you hand him the ball in the bottom half, and Yankee game aside where he Caleb Joseph bailed his ass out, what has he done? In the closer situation. Well,
0: bullpen's been shaky overall, too. I
1: mean, I, I get it. And I, don't, I think but I, your boy a, has I'm a struggle. You're right.
0: Uh, you're right. I mean, I think this team without, I think the bullpen without Zach Burton is a little exposed, honestly. I think O'Day has lost a step. I think we kind of overrated Givens a little bit. Yes, He's sort of I taking did, a step especially. back. Yep. Um, Blyer's my guy. Yeah. I mean, Bly, Blyer's been the, the <laughs> one bright spot, I think. That's and, trouble.
1: If that, is your spot. that is trouble. That is trouble. I mean, his his quote of Buck just keep handing me the ball is somebody that I kill for as a coach, you know, in wreck or in, in travel. Yeah, ball. I mean, I, I love it. You know it's what I mean? A like a story. guy like that. In the bigs, you don't want him grabbing the ball every every day if, if you want to. I love that he did it, and I love the mentality of having that, even in a down year, but I, I don't love it. What do you think about the body language, Zach, slash – things of quotes you've heard from people like guys within there like who's the leader on this team i feel like AJ's, in my opinion who, who i love more than anybody and he's right there with nick for me he's now starting to get a little quieter as this as the streak has continued to get to the spot Do you think he's too frustrated to bring it up he had that weird tweet when he was in boston i think that was more about what was going on with jackie robinson i'm gonna, I'm gonna add that to that but I just haven't. I heard Manny talk in circles, like it was Dan Duquette talking about we're about to get on a roll. You know, I got the I got the uh, Player of the Month award, but you know, we're about, we're about, we're about, we're about, we're, we're the cold, the cold. I've heard the cold. I've heard all. The, is this team kind of trying to figure it out, Zach? Or do you think they really do have the confidence that you have still with this team?
0: I think that they're, you know, I think Adam Jones starting with him is in a tough spot. He's in a contract here, right? I mean, is he's been the guy, he's been the leader, he's the veteran in that clubhouse, but he's a guy that very well might not be here next year. So, you know, what kind of what kind of weight does he hold? And I think you could say that you know, you talk about Buck Showalter's message, and I read Ken Rosenthal's piece in the Athletic, kind of talking about how he might not be back. And it's got to be hard to be in a spot, to to be Dan Duquette too, to be a a GM and to not know what your future holds past this year, right? To be any of those guys. So I think that, you know, they're all put in a difficult position. All all three of those guys are put in a difficult position. We know what Manny Machado is playing for. And and honestly, it's kind of heartbreaking to watch too. I don't know if I'm the only one that, that thinks this way, but every time Manny Machado hits a home run, you know, I do a fist pump and also groan a little bit too, um, because I know it's one of the last ones that I'm going to see him hit as as an Oriole. You know, and and yeah. I know that with every home run he hits, the more he outprices him himself here in Baltimore. Uh, the the and for every home run he hits in a loss, the more likely it is that we see him dealt at the deadline and and not re-signed as a free agent. You know what I mean? So. Uh, it, it's everybody's in an awkward position with this team. And, and that's what I mean about the direction that's you know, exactly. w- with the club. And that's the other hard part of all of this is I want the Orioles to decide what what direction they're headed in here with six wins in April. I want them to decide what direction they're in. But do I want Dan Duquette making that decision? I mean, I don't think Dan Duquette's going to be here next year. I don't think anybody thinks Dan Duquette's going to be here the next year. So is he the guy that's going to drive all of all of those hard decisions? I mean, it's that's in and of itself is is pretty nerve wracking as an Oriole fan to think that a guy that that probably isn't going to be here that knows he's probably not going to be here. Uh, is the one that holds all the keys
1: he's not holding any keys i mean (laughs) let's let's be frank i mean you read if you read rosenthal's um you know piece in the in the athletic brady's running the draft so i mean that's the quickest thing i mean this team's not going to get an influx of talent at the deadline right if they do anything, they're going to trade guys. So it's not like there's <clears throat> any deals out there that's going to be happening. I don't think that there's any um, players being brought up. I brought Mountcastle up. I brought you know just some you know Hunter Harvey. <clears throat> excuse me was brought up just basically because they needed an arm and everybody got steamed up. I don't think they were going to throw him unless it was just necessary. I think he was. I always say there's a 25 man roster and there's a 26 and the 26 guy basically is the guy that you bring up that you don't want to play, but he's there just in case, right? Like you double header situation, whatever. Um, I do think that that Brady slash buck slash, I, I think that the influence on the draft will be completely different this year. I do think the Orioles are going to go into the amateur draft. I, I, I'll i say this. I, I would be surprised if there was more position players drafted ahead of pitchers. I think that they are going to concentrate on pitching, 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 pitching. I and mean, it's easy to say, but I do think that they're going to go out and find arms and, and then they'll just, just find some people because, I mean, there's too many years where you can't go that many years and just continue to not do that. Do I think Duquette comes to work and really sits at his desk for hours and tries to figure out what to do? Yes, Zach, I do think that because it, no matter who you are, there's not many deals you can do as it is as a general manager, if you have no power, and the team what are you going to do? right? like you you're not making deals at this point, right? You, you're moving guys up and down through the organization, but like you said, I don't think that he's going to have a huge influence on what happens going forward with this organization. I think Brady's kind of his footprint's there. I do think Buck's still going to be hanging around here, you know, even through the hard times here. here here's my question though, Zach. Is this team ready next year, no matter what happens with Manny, no matter what happens um, you know, with the managers, things like that. In place one to nine, are you okay with the Mancinis? Are you okay with the Trumbos? Are you I mean Davis? I think Scope will be back. I do think Manny will be gone. That's a huge loss, obviously. But has Cisco shown you enough? Has the the starting staff that's gonna be here that we talked about? So do you think Hobbs gonna be okay? I think you have four starters, legitimate starters. They're at least going to log you innings. I mean, they're they're not the Astros. I get it. It's not Morton. It's not Keuchel. It's not Verlander and Cole. I get that. But does that at least give you a small window that this 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 thing is not going to be just completely? We're going to be the Rays all of a sudden. Uh,
0: I don't know. I mean, I gotta, I gotta, I need to see some hope from the offense this year to. To buy off on that, you but know? you
1: trust the offense. That's my point. You trust the offense enough. I, mean, I
0: trust this through. offense with Manny Machado, yes. who's one of the you know the best offensive players in the league. Is um,
1: Davis this bad?
0: Well, David, I think Davis has actually played pretty well recently, so I don't think he's as bad as he was. You know, the first <laughs> whatever, Are they missing fifteen Trump? games of the season. Um, they're missing home runs for yeah. sure. Uh, I, you know, are they missing Trumbo I, that's going to be another guy that strikes out a lot, and that that has really been what's Brilliant. killed this team. I mean the the offense has been horrible because they're not hitting the ball at all. I, and wow. uh, you know I, when I get depressed about the Orioles, the first thing I do is dive into spreadsheets and start trying to find signs of hope. The spreadsheets <laughs> don't tell me anything but the fact that the Orioles are not putting wood on the ball. I mean, and you will die if you're not putting, making contact with the baseball. I mean, they're, and they're not doing it. So this isn't some fluky thing. This isn't, some, you know, they they might stop striking out at, at this terrible historic pace. That that might stop, but don't expect things to turn around based on what we've seen so far. You know, because yeah. this isn't this isn't a streak of them being unlucky. This is a streak of them. Not making any contact at all, with
1: guys on base, guys on first. The, yeah, I'm, I'm completely with you. It's it's They're missing swinging misses. I look at it as it, I always say, this is a coach. If are you taking good hacks and you're actually making contact, like people always say, nice hat, nice hack. You know, you missed it or whatever. And that's something you say to to little leaguers and things like that because you want to see their swing. If you're mi- completely missing, I don't care how good the swing is. You're definitely not on it, right? So you're not. And at the big league level, there's guys where you say, oh, he just missed that, right? I don't think the Orioles are getting that just miss it type yeah. deal. No. They're striking out guessing. I've seen Davis and others just completely strike out like, okay, this fastball. Oh, God, he threw a slider. I'm effed. You know what I mean? Like, it's You just know that you're, you're guessing. And I don't think at this level you can guess. Manny's not guessing. And there's a reason why Manny has eight solos is because nobody is getting on in front of him. And Buck doesn't know where to put him. He's put him at two. Yeah. Now he's at three. Scope out. I get it. I, he's doing everything he can to make it happen. I think last night, I think the leadoff hitter last night was going to be, was it Beck? Or no, Mancini was back. I think Mancini's back in the lineup mm-hmm. today. He looked like he was going to be yesterday, which is a huge influence because I think Mancini's perfect up on top there. For, I mean, just just a great patient hitter on the Orioles, which is something they don't have. Um, you know, in, in closing, to Zach, I, I got a question. How are you with Cisco? Uh, I feel a, like – has become one. I'm a over, fan. I'm a fan. He's, he's playing way more. I mean, at this point, because you're going to face more righties in general, he's got the majority of the starts in the last couple weeks.
0: Yeah, and – well, and, you know, Joseph really isn't hitting.
1: I get uh, it, but which, I'm just saying that you him. would think, you know, Buck loves defense, but I think at this point – does it, doesn't it show that with Cisco – I think Cisco was actually slated to hit second. If you saw the lineup that came out Monday night, he was actually in the two-hole. Buck really needs offense. You know what I mean? Like I know how much he loves Joseph. I know how much he loves defense. But he's getting to the point where I got to put everybody I can in there. I mean he's got – listen, Santander is definitely not Roberto Clemente and right. He's got – I mean you know what I mean? Like Gentry is your best – Outfielder, probably at this point. No, no apologies to to Adam, but he just is. He's he hit this point. He's your bet. he's not in the lineup because why? Because they got to get some offense and there's right. chances. So if you look at the Orioles lineup, I mean Pedro Alvarez should. I mean I know he's DHing. I get it, but when Trumbo comes back, you know what I mean. Like it's not one of those things. Where, I mean Pete has a glove. It should be in his car. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like I mean the the lineup. You look at the lineup. You watch. The lineup is good, Is offensively based, based on the fact that he feels like not only, you know, based on the pitcher, it's fine. I do think that, that Buck feels like this team needs to get on. He's changing the lineup. He's doing everything he can. Do you think when the weather warms up, Zach, it, or whatever it is, the problem, because they're going to hit, the track record, the back of the baseball card says they're going to, will the pitching be too buried? Um, I don't know. I Well, I think their pitching is going to get better
0: because I think Cobbs going to get better. Yes. As, long as, as long as everybody stays healthy, I think the pitching's, you know, I think seen, seen uh, second-half Gossman in the last start, which is what we were waiting on. Uh, we we praised Bundy. I'm a fan of Kashner. Yep. Um, you know, I guess the the only person we keep skipping is Chris Tillman, who <laughs> really, in his last start, what, Wasn't six terrible. innings, four earned runs? I'll take that every time from the yes. fifth starter. Against the Indians. Uh, and, and the fifth starter, right? I mean, that's not bad. I'll, I'll take that. Yep. But Yeah. Um, so I mean, there's you know they stay healthy. There's reason to to think that that they can continue to to pitch that way, and you know, and there's reason to think that the offense can get better too. I just it's got to happen soon. That's my thing. Is I you know I believe in this team, but man, that is a deep hole that they're sitting in. Eleven and a half out. Eleven and a half
1: games. Well, at this point, you're hoping you're you're now grinding for five you're grinding for 500. That's what you're grinding for even if it's early in the season, you're grinding to you get back to 500 then you can start playing. Or you go back to the our mantra that we had in 12 just win your series. Yeah. Just win every freaking series. Well, Try to win the series. That's how home it. home road doesn't matter because at this point their home field advantage is not there. I mean they just don't have they just don't they just don't. I mean it, it, that's not something they're, they're playing well, they're not playing well on the road, they're not playing well at home. They have to take two or three from the Rays. Now it's going to be two because the right. rainout. I'm guessing they're not going to doubleheader enough tonight. So just take the two, and then they get the Tigers this this coming weekend. I'm sorry, what the Tigers did to the Orioles last weekend at the Motor City during the day that no one was at. The Orioles need to do the same because yeah, I'm telling you, do. the crowds will be there. It's going to be warm this weekend. Warm being 70 here in in the Charm City. There'll be that place should be jammed. It's a four o'clock or on Friday. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm sorry. On Saturday, you got your student night starting on, on Friday. I do think that should be a series. You take two or three, let's go out there, take two from the race, take two or three from yep. the tigers, salvage the homestand. In my opinion, just salvage it. Cause you got one from the Indians, which at this point, if you looked on paper, waste the have set up, you were like, okay, you got to catch one Bundy's pigeon. Got to get your one. Um, we're at where we're going to get Cobb throws a good game. You know, you, you kind of back it up a little bit. I, I just think that the Orioles are still not out of it in regards to the season. I just don't know if they can contend.
0: It's too early to say that they're out of it, but they need to start climbing out of this hole now. I mean, they need to – this is the longest homestand of the series, of yeah. the season. Yeah. They they need to make it one of the best homestands of the, of the season. So
1: it's start, it needs to start now. Uh, And I get it. The fans don't matter. I get the fans don't matter to players. The fans should matter because it's a lot more exciting. I'm not a ball player. I've never been on the field. I have no idea. But my guess is it's probably a little bit more exciting to be in front of at least 25 to 30,000 a night than the, you know, quote unquote, 15 to 17 that are there. If you get a couple dubs and you play nice fr- – Saturday nights, you, there are people there. On 4 o'clock on, in Camden Yards, there's not a better place to be. I'm sorry. It just is. I love the 4 o'clock games. I think it's amazing. Yeah, they are. It's just amazing. Problem is it's going to probably back up to our Caps game on Saturday. But <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just it, it, they need to get some wins and just start rolling a because this team is dying. The fan base is dying. They're not dying for – they're not asking for everything. They're not asking for the Red Sox type – you know performance where you rattle off a bunch of wins in a row and then get no hit. I just think that they just need to see a couple of wins to rack them up together. They've lost 12. I think it's what 10 of 13. <laughs> too I mean, many. It's, just, it's too early in the season to say 10 of 13, right? I mean, it's just too early in the season to have that. They need happen. to they need to go this win team,
0: 10 of 13. That's yes, what they need to do. This team's
1: not good enough right now to do that. I will say I agree with you. The pitching is in a position where the starting pitching will get you to the point where if this team can score four and a half to five runs, which is crazy that you have to say that every night. But let's let's say three and a half to four runs, this team would be in a pretty good position as long as the bullpen holds up.
0: The offense is capable of that. They just need to start now.
1: Yep. All right. So... Let's start now. How about Let's we start, start now. now? Oh, look, How I'm
0: you, in, man. I'm no I'm the guy. Look, we're Hashtag watching every we night. We
1: start now.
0: Give me give me something good, man. It's it's hard. It, it's 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 wearing on me. You know, I, it's it's tough because I look forward to this all year. I mean, I really do. Like I I, do. I love baseball, and when the winter comes, I just look forward to baseball starting all year. And it's really heartbreaking to think that it could be over the first month of the season you know it really is it bums me out to think that and are you okay I, I with the fact the
1: caps have made it to the second round against the pens
0: <laughs> i am right now cuz they haven't played a game against
1: them yet. <laughs> can i can i can i ask you this as we close cuz we're already deep in that series isn't the, the do theory I, I told you in the bullpen but don't you think it's finally the do theory with for the caps they're yeah, oh, been, been that for 10 years
0: it's the do theory Every time they go up against the Penguins.
1: But don't you think – you, did you think that they were going to come back from Colum- the Columbus? No, see, I thought they were well. done. Okay, yep. done, right? They go to game three. I told you this. Double overtime to be able to get that and then kind of grind it and, and the way they did it. Is there any chance with home ice that they can – I guess home ice doesn't matter. I mean they've lost so many home games, sevens at home. <laughs> I'm just trying to find a way to beat the Pens. I don't even – you know what the funny thing is? You know what the Caps would do? The Caps would win this series, right? In like just glorious fashion, like four two, but just pounding the pins. they throw, you know I don't know, they throw Crosby all I don't know uh, in the street. You know what I mean? Like it's just an amazing <laughs> series. They go and then they lose to lightning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it would be just something like that. Or it'd be the Bruins if the Bruins were able to hold off the leafs in game seven. I don't know. It's just it's just so caps. It's just ah uh, we root for interesting teams, and I get it that the draft's Thursday. I have to tell you, the only reason why they knew the draft was Thursday, and I'm not lying, I told Zach this in the pregame. I'm not, I'm not doing a bit and not pretending to say I'm a football hater because I'm not. Because i will bet on every game, I don't care. <laughs> I honestly only knew it because somebody said that my, the caps start Thursday and the NFL draft is Thursday. And what are the caps doing? And I was thinking, <laughs> I don't I didn't even know the draft was. Cause I feel like the draft should have been like a month ago, but it's not, and it's coming. It's, it's because
0: it, it feels like the Orioles have played, you know. Fifty more games than they played so far.
1: Oh, oh. yeah! A terrible sports fake broadcaster. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, all right, so Zach. All right, so let's just do this. Two, we'll take, we'll just sweep, sweep, sweep our um, Saras- the Sarasota Rays, and then go up and take two or three from the um, Tigers. That yeah, works for me. And get back in it, right? Can we just yeah. get back in it and just pretend to care? That that's my thought. Go, you know, go. Go four and one over the next little bit. Get you to ten wins. Get you over the hump a little bit. Makes salvage a little bit more. What's going on in April? I get it. You're not going to win the pennant probably, but you can at least grind and push people a little bit and show that Manny Machado's pretty good. And if you want to give up some prospects, because we're willing to take them.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, start seeing some wins.
1: Are you? I, I, that's the other thing. Was you have to start talking about that. What team is willing, if they're really, really dying for a silly, silly, silly player at the deadline, is willing to do it at the deadline to just try to do everything they can to get this guy to re Because there's going to be four teams that I think that are going to be in the mix for him, knowing that they can actually re-sign him. And I actually think two of them aren't teams that people think. Hmm.
0: Well, we'll have to hold on to that, come back to it. Well, of course <laughs> you're gonna hold on to it. We're not gonna give away all that. We just it's
1: <laughs> almost an hour of fantasy. Yeah, yeah, you, you got forty minutes. Yeah, and you're going to Hawaii. Have you talked to anybody about your Hawaii trip? I am going to Hawaii. Yes. Yes. <sighs> now this there is to pick in. up a pitcher, right? To kind of scout a pitcher, right? <laughs>
0: no. Nope. Oh. Scout a pitcher of uh <laughs> cold drink
1: uh, yes they have good beer out there I'll get mm. you I'll send you a link it's a good spot <laughs> you are well deserved my friend And but we'll do one more before you roll I think I don't even know if that's yeah, true we'll,
0: yeah definitely
1: Because yep. I'll be in San Diego next week for the foundation run uh, nice every, awesome uh, five year where it starts wow this, uh, Congratulations. Cinco de Mayo. Be in San Diego for Cinco de Mayo. First time I've been there, Zach, since last July, and you know that's a long time for your brother.
0: I'll be up in the air on Cinco de Mayo. So Mm. there you go.
1: You get free drinks if you do Southwest because that's a uh, holiday.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, I'm not (laughs) flying Southwest.
1: No, I know. It's private jet for the wheels. Yeah, right.
0: All right. All right. Burns thanks for uh thanks for talking
1: it all through with me appreciate it no we're good to go and um if there's other podcasts on this this network one of them being bird's eye view i didn't get in their top five twitter follows on the <laughs> on their thing i just want to let them know i know all the guys who they were put in the top fives and they're all really really good except for i don't know the guy matt cam starts the k yeah he's really know. good too yeah i don't know i don't know him but he he seems pretty like a good guy he seems way too smart and like kind of uppity for me he's fine the other guys are fine i'm just saying first i view i'm in there i should be in there Give, hey That's man I, I think it's yeah. a weekly thing so it gives you something to for weekly next thing? Week. Good. all right well maybe i could talk to jake i know jake a little bit maybe jake also. yeah you i look, actually you love those look. guys listen to that podcast listen to the other stuff i'm guessing what the puck's probably a pretty good time to listen to what the puck do.
0: i'm guessing so yeah yep i would
1: assume so all right
0: Thanks for, uh, thanks for talking to me, Jabby Burns. Always good talking to you, my friend. You too, Bob. For Jab, I'm Zach. Thanks for listening to Baltimore Sports today. Enjoy your Wednesday. Talk to you again soon.